0: Hey, what's up, you motherfuckers? It's Brian. I'm back here on no Bear Left Behind. Last call, <laughs> really. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no joke. Sorry. I thought it would be fun. To- what percentage <laughs> of our thousands of listeners did we lose just then? <laughs> thought I'd kick it off, really, let people know where my head's at right now. Listen up, motherfuckers. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, hey, Parker, it's been a while since we've had you on, so I uh, figured I'd welcome you back with the Parker greeting. What's up?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Parker, can I can I translate that for marks. you because he he seems to be
2: slurring his words a little bit. A little bit, Parker. That's it's been a bit. while since we've had you on. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm, I am awesome. I'm just, yeah. It's been been a lovely Saturday here at the Parker household.
0: Yeah, I
1: hear kids do that. Mm. It's a real touch
0: and go. Some Saturdays are not okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just make you, you know, like rethink the whole having children thing,
0: or not burning your own house down for various reasons. You know, just whatever. Yeah, my, whatever. Peter went out. Yeah. Uh, so cool. uh, we're on with tonight with Parker and Frank. Thank you both for joining us. Frank got up and is lighting another macanudo or whatever the fuck he's doing i don't know he's not very intelligent no he's not he seems to be closing random doors i don't understand there's only one door it's the door to the porch i turned off the lights because my wife's going to bed so you know Mm. Uh, tis what it is is uh is mrs parker working tonight yes sounds like a stalker question don't answer that parker (laughs) Nice. <laughs> jesus brian's gonna be in rare form tonight i am um
2: <laughs> well <That's> pretty
0: salty <laughs> well i uh all my responsibilities ended at about 11 today uh, oh, so. 11 a.m yeah 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 well, why did the kid go to the uh dance class this morning and then uh watching premier league soccer and i mean essentially it ended at about 12 okay so. I was uh it was good, just beers off and on. Uh, was that was that the best one-one draw you've ever seen Chelsea play? Uh <laughs> It was way better than the nil-nil draw that they played last weekend. <laughs> Jeez, uh, I can't really say Barcelona lost today. Christ. We're in fucking shambles at the moment. Uh, Chel- Chelsea, he
2: yeah, goes go spend two hundred and some odd million fucking dollars and. You're losing to fucking bow. That's hilarious.
0: Chelsea played the same team twice in three days. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. what Fucking weird shit's going on in England right now. Uh, don't, don't at me with weir here, Parker. Fuck you.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sick-ass <laughs> burn. I'm going to
1: go. You guys are going to talk about fuck.
2: There it is. What? Yeah, that's a Verizon yeah, what Wi-Fi hotspot. What the fuck network. happened,
0: Parker? You were yeah, talking it'd... just fine. I'm going to turn my video off. Maybe that'll help your internet connection. Yeah, maybe I should yeah, turn. How my does mind. that work? I don't know, but you bandwidth, sounded like it's bandwidth. That's how bandwidth works. It sounded like you were calling from the fucking space station. This is ground control
1: to Major Frank.
0: Nope. Yep. I mean, it's better audio quality. It's yeah, that content, was much better. The content is major. All right, Frank.
2: Yeah, so I am I am drinking a Shiraz tonight, and it's really wonderful. It's from uh, Stellenbosch, South Africa. Okay. Um, along with a Macanudo or Macanudo, I always add the N in between the U and the D. I don't know why, but the Macanudo, little cigarillo, um, they're great.
0: Hold on, I'm getting some weird.
2: Just want a little uh cigar flavor, you know this is a good way to
0: go about it
1: <clears>
0: think <throat> shit really. Um, shit. I do have some good news though. Hey, hold on I, pause, pause what we're doing real quick. I gotta why? figure out where this fucking humming is coming from on my computer um, i I'll edit this out clearly because this is ridiculous, but there's a weird hum happening. Is your computer fan... No, 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 no. no. This is electronic home. This is somewhere in the cable. Mm, Okay. Okay. Are we good? It's... No. It's pulsing. What the fuck is happening? Okay, hold on. Take your cell phone away from the computer. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Dickhead. It's fucking
0: awesome
2: (laughs) Uh, Parker What's up Hello Um, Just quick question Quick answer How cold is it up there Already because down here it's actually like
1: Pretty fucking cold at the moment Uh Fuck I don't know it's not that cold. It's not? Uh, Would you like, like to break into song with me real quick? 75. Yeah. Unseg one, though. Plus four. Okay. Okay, Google. What's the current temperature in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma? In Broken Arrow right now, it's
2: 71. Ooh. There you go. Se uno. And There you have it. Um,
0: we're Okay, we're, we're back whenever you guys are ready. If you want to break in a song, don't let me stop you.
1: Well, we were going to. Dude, it's gonna be a real. Hit. Like Adele, maybe.
2: Mm. I don't know. I mean, you just you start
1: us off, and I'll I'll catch up. A long, long time ago. <laughs> Frank can still remember now how that music used, used to, to make
2: me smile. smile. <laughs> I knew that if I, I had my have chance,
1: chance. God, I, I could make can those make people, those dance. people dance.
2: Maybe, maybe they maybe they'd be happy, happy for a while. For a while. <laughs> February February made me shiver shiver. Every
1: paper I delivered delivered, Bad news on the doorstep doorstep. I couldn't couldn't take take one more step step. And I can't remember remember if I cried cried
2: When I heard about his widowed bride.
1: Something Something touched me deep deep inside inside inside. the The day The music died. Welcome back. I'm be right behind.
2: Miss American Pine. Hmm. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee that was
1: gone. And good um,
2: old boys are drinking but, whiskey and rice, singing, this the day that I die. There it is. It's our little interlude there while Brian was fixing his, I don't know, cable, apparently.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, I was getting some weird cable feedback. I just had to make sure that... There's some unshielded cables that I have because I don't have hundreds of dollars to set up proper wiring. But in do there. you
2: have electrical tape?
0: Yeah, I have electrical tape that would not solve the issues that I'm having.
2: Uh, have you tried it?
0: Yeah, there's <laughs> n- literally nothing that electrical tape would do that would solve this problem. <laughs>
2: I'm just saying, have you tried it?
0: Um, yeah, you're right. Okay. I should just start electrical taping all my wires. All of them. Just all to be safe. Preferably in a bundle. Together. <laughs> oh, keep uh, all the problems in one uh-huh. spot. That's good. I'll so, try to remember that.
2: I, I identified the problem. It's the bundle of cables. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, um, we're, we're uh, back. Did, are, we, are we recording currently? Yes,
0: we are. We've <laughs> okay. been recording this whole time.
1: Well, well good, good. Because this is a gym because... You know, there's Cox Communications, right? And uh, whenever they use the term bundle, I, I love it because they're like, do you want the Cox bundle in your mouth? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> We're going to bring this big Cox bundle to your house this evening for forty nine ninety nine.
0: Between the it's hours like, of 8 and 12, be there.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. With Cox, Cox, it's more like between the hours of 8 and midnight. 6 and do 9, and if they... you know what I mean. It's, it's such
0: a
1: an accurate name too, because they are a bunch of cocks. They are. They suck a bunch of cocks. Oh, um,
2: all right. Hey. So good news. Um, <laughs> okay. We. Well, not good news. A little shout out. We did a cross cast, and the reason I was late to this cast is, I was doing a cross cast with the Herf podcast. Um, oh God. Yes. Um, is yeah. it,
0: it? Did you get in contact with these people through Twitter?
2: I did not. Thank First God. Thought, hold on, maybe back off just a second here. Can't met <laughs> met them, met them uh, or met uh, I guess like the host of the the, the Herf podcast um, at the cigar vault tonight here in Buda. and he was here for what they call cigar palooza. They have a group that they met each other through a cigar website. Um, and yeah, it was a good time. We had a really good time. Very similar podcast. It's non scripted. So we talked a little bit about about pizza, um, spoke about cigars, spoke about wine. It was a good time. So, anyways, yeah, no, just shout out Herf Podcast. Give it a listen.
0: That's H E R F. -F? Yeah. H
2: E R F. And Brian knows what it is. I have no idea what it is. No idea. It's
0: a cigar term. Couldn't tell you what the fuck that is. All I'm right,
2: well maybe if they listen to this podcast, don't be insulting their podcast. podcast.
0: Well, no, but don't Jesus. don't lay it on me like I'm not going to yes and you what? into this. <laughs> oh, like thanks. Brian, tell thanks. us tell that's the people what it is. All right, here's
1: the thing. Herf, Hold Herf on. is similar to the, the kettle black. Remember when you shit all over Don Joko Socks Company?
0: Uh, okay, Everyone kind of did. Right? You know what in that's hindsight different. he should have
1: that's different. here's the thing. <laughs> what of our what of our former guest
2: host is the only person that got (laughs) shit from that brand so fuck him (laughs) um so her her figure cigar is the ability to smoke a cigar in a group of cigar smokers or Uh, alone it means that it's just a good cigar so uh, okay um yeah anyways yeah so the herf cast it's it's i mean i had a really good time co-hosting for a little bit and it was it was great yeah was
0: you didn't please t- oh god i'm gonna have to listen to it now just to make sure that you didn't like come off like oh yeah no i am basically god's gift to beer so let me tell you everything that you don't know about beer
2: absolutely no beer was discussed Oh, thank god
0: all right well i can rest easy there all
2: right you can yeah no i i, I didn't
1: i didn't stray i kept it in my lane um i tried Good Let me time. ask you this. Do you think uh, at any time over the course of the Herf, uh, Herf podcast... Hour. Herf hour. Uh, uh, it was about 15 minutes. Okay. Well, Do you call think her. that uh, the term analingus has ever been brought up? Here. Yeah, good you question, know, good I, question, good question.
2: I did not ask the specifics but I did hmm. say we have similar podcasts so how about we just keep it at that point?
0: Oh, well, I mean obviously this is the last call so analingus is the I mean, <laughs> it is the topic of the hour. <laughs> kind of our mantra.
2: <laughs> all right. So, Parker.
0: <laughs> we haven't had you on in a while, Parker. I mean, yeah, we have uh, all but fleeting moments here yeah, and there. I mean, Parker amazing. literally
2: came on to an episode about a week and a half ago
0: and said goodbye. <laughs> yeah. He took over <laughs> Willem's spot that he doesn't usually have. <laughs>
1: this is true. Uh I caught just a fleeting glimpse of my fat ass.
2: It's good to see he's had a week and a half to prepare for his moment in the spotlight and he's done not shit about it.
1: It's good. Parker what
0: did. what are you drinking tonight? We'll start I there.
1: I do have a couple uh grinds my gears though, but uh okay. So I posted about this to you guys uh I don't know a few days ago, last week, whatever the fuck. Um about to polish off a Cabin Boys Brewery huntsman ale. Huntsman mm-hmm. ale sorry. Okay. Hunt uh, no, Jesus. Huntman right IPA. Is. This is good. IPA. Yeah, yeah, I can't read. I'm. I'm not very smart. Um, you taking it's awkward here. It's six point six point one percent. I mean, it's a good IPA. I, I don't. It nothing stands out to me above above the rest. But what does uh, concern me, though, this is a this is a Tulsa brewery, and they're what fairly new, within the last year, I think. This is the first time I've had one of their beers. Um Cabin Boys Brewery. I there's gotta be some kind of backstory to that. Because yeah. whenever I hear cabin boys, I just immediately think of like Frank's scout camp as a child. Just a bunch of dudes just kissing and experimenting and stuff in a cabin.
2: Listen, <laughs> absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh. Um, it leads to some significant moments in your life, and that's okay. Okay. Um what I will say is they do make good beer. Uh, I've had a couple of their beers.
1: Yeah. Um, did Villain, bring them down.
2: No, I was up there. I actually went to their brewery. It. <laughs> I believe they have a couple of sour. They have a stout that's very good that I had. I'm not. I. I don't have the the Brian beer memory. So I'm not like. You know I'm not gifted in that capacity. I am gifted in other ways. You want not um, doubt. No. Well, Don't. I mean, why? Yes. Why did you ask? Why did unsp- you
0: fucking the unspoken
2: up.
1: analogy was?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, he.
1: You know, he 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 hails from Austin, Texas. Uh, you yeah, that's know, right. University of Texas has the largest endowment in the whole country. Brian, absolutely. What The fuck did you think I was talking about? You and your dirtiness? Yeah, no joke. Disappointment.
0: When I get your mind yeah. out of the gutter, Jesus. Sure, that's that's the problem. My mind's in the gutter.
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> it Truly is well so. What I was gonna say, uh, Parker, is is the Cabin Boys IPA better than your normal hit of heroin on a Saturday night?
0: I don't even. That was a long way to go for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you smoke heroin? Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But what what are your what, what are y'all's
2: take on those addiction shows?
0: Wow. Hey, can I cover what I'm drinking real quick? <laughs> Before we go no, in, whatever. I a
1: dirty bastard,
0: <laughs> weird ass transition. <laughs> Frank's going through. the,
1: the addiction shit oh, makes me feel better about myself as a person.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, like sure. it buys me at least another ten, twenty years. <laughs>
1: I'm fine. It's like telling a fat girl she looks pretty today. Oh my I'm god, like On top of the world. Whenever I watch those, I'm like, man, I am. I'm doing pretty good.
2: Doing pretty good. I, I own a car. <laughs> Holy
1: shit. <laughs> Smoking meth out of a light bulb behind a seven <laughs> eleven.
2: Uh, oh my God, you gotta
1: try this meth with this halogen pipe. Yeah, I, these incandescent bulbs are getting harder and harder to find though, Sally. But the powder is perfect.
0: <laughs> it cuts your lungs just so
1: yep. that neon powder in there just is does it in such a way?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah.
1: Oh my god! Just chase it, with the filament.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all, yeah. All right, we're done with this. It's, what what gonna, are you drinking, Ryan? I was gonna say the bottom's a nice butt plug at the end too. It's like a triple. It's a triple threat. Nope.
1: It is. I think I my butt would be more of a candelabra, um, <laughs> and in the standard fixture
0: of multiple points of entry (laughs) so confused easy at first wider as we go no oh god (laughs) hey dude you
1: gotta start somewhere why not start in the bottom
2: it's the first step yeah all right
1: well (laughs) vibrators for
2: beginners (laughs) and then you get to those outdoor floodlights
0: i just want to i just want to bring up the um to the to the to the top of the cast when i welcomed everyone with a hello motherfuckers and everyone was taken back they were aghast that i would open this podcast this way and now nigh 15 minutes in we're here We we've uh, ended at the bottom, and we were here.
2: The the rapid gauge uh, increase on that floodlight is just such a way.
0: Nope. All right, nope. Brian.
2: What are you drinking? Started at the
0: bottom. Now we're queer. Damn it. <laughs> I don't even think, I think that's a a slight against... uh,
2: Absolutely it is. Take that back. Yeah. Against... (laughs) No, (laughs) against
0: against anyone who identifies as queer, because even Mm -hmm. they have morals, and you just shoved up, (laughs) you shoved half of aisle 18 up your ass at Lowe's. You can't do
2: that. Listen, you start with (laughs) A9s, you end at Floodlights, okay? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, All right. Let's not go through okay. any more bulb sizes and records. Brian, Brian. Can I tell you what I'm drinking? Well, yeah. you can start with the Edison bulb. It's a nice, slight <sighs> Fuck off. I wish I could just mute one person at a time. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Dude, I've got a funny fucking light story for you. All <laughs> come back full circle. Brian, no what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> all
0: right, go ahead. <laughs> I'm drinking the Brewery Tarou Ode Tart from 2016 because it's Zwanzee Day. It's uh, Belgian Beer Day. So, uh, because I underprepared, <clears throat> I didn't get any other Belgian beers. So, I had this one laying around, threw it in the fridge, and Swansea uh, Day uh, at 11 o'clock at night.
2: So, just just so we're really clear here. Yeah. Your random beer in your fridge
0: yeah. was
2: brewery to root. Yes. Okay. Yeah, then fuck off.
0: Well, I mean, okay. So, I have my beer, I have my fridge my kegerator and then my beer fridge. My beer fridge is my catch all cellar. So I've got beer in there from like five years ago and I've got beer in there that I, you know, it's right here next to me at the, at the desk. So my, at podcast central. So I'll open it up and there's some Miller lights on the door. There's also eight bottles of dogfish head and 120 minute IPA on the door. And in the back, there's five years of bourbon County stout (coughs) But then in there, I've also got some rando pieces like 2016 Ode Tart from Brewery Teru. Awesome, and it's really really good. Um, it pairs well with the um, like four drams of whiskey I've had this evening. It's re- really good. It's good. It's good night. It's good night.
2: <laughs> so, Brian, quick question: yes. the uh, is it Terillium or Drillium? The Belgian beer.
0: What Cantillon?
2: No, no. There's a brand Delirium
0: delirium yeah that's a yeah it is a Belgian brand sorry
2: yeah so it, it, they've started to come out with cans were you aware of this
0: I wasn't but it doesn't surprise me they're, it's trying, to cool. ap- they're trying I trying appeal thought to, it was real yeah they're trying to appeal to an American craft beer audience
1: yeah uh,
2: so I was at a I was at a tasting last night and they're supposedly quite hard to find I, I don't know because I haven't looked for them I'm fine with a little ceramic glass bottle thing they come in right now. But um, this lady bought the entire flat, I guess it's... A case. Yeah, it's like 36, right? 26 like boxes of six or whatever. Yeah. She just bought whatever was left of the cans and the tall boys. It, yeah, they look legit.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> Delirium Tremens is uh, a really, really good beer. It's, it's the one great. with a pink elephant on it. Yep. Everyone that I've entered, like I've I either you know suggested that to or that I've seen drink it, they've loved it. So it's a really easy drinking, high alcohol beer. <laughs> so no,
2: I like that beer a lot. I agree. And have you had the Hofbrau Pilsner, Brian?
0: Um, the Hofbrau Original Pilsner. Yes, I have. Yes.
2: I will. Give a shout-out to the Cigar Vault. They had their big grand opening and, or sorry, the Growler Express. Okay, got these two confused. I don't know why. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> Growler Express had their massive grand opening. They had a ton of people there, and they cracked open a RAR Oktoberfest, which I unfortunately did not get to try. Um, they had a Hops and Grain Oktoberfest, which was good, just not my kind of style for obvious reasons. Um, they had a Hofbrau pilsner which was phenomenal um and a couple other oktoberfest beers that i tried i just can't remember the names of them but so um st arnold st arnold actually had yeah. a st arnold oktoberfest fest which was very
0: good so rar did an oktoberfest beer that they aged in balcony spirals yeah <laughs> and that shit came out to be like mm, 11 11 and a half percent alcohol oh wow yeah i really want to get my hands on that so if anybody out there is listening and they're like, oh, yeah, we got Barrel-aged RAR um, over here mm-hmm. on tap, <clears throat> let me know. And hopefully yeah, it's at the, a growler bar. Because the,
2: the RAR Oktoberfest they had last night got floated in an hour and a half, something like that. Because I, I mean, most of the places for Oktoberfest will so open like half-gallon, not half-gallon, but like pony kegs.
0: <laughs> yeah, Slim, six-barrel. Yeah, Those are five-gallon kegs, well, yeah.
2: Five-gallon. So, but it was a great night, great evening. Um, yeah, what are you laughing at, Parker? What's your light bulb story? Let's hear it.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Oh God. Well, I'm jealous that you guys get Raw and Sons just fucking hot off the press. Uh, <clears throat> but no, my light bulb story—I was—I had already fucking forgot about that, Frank, but. Uh now a couple years ago my buddy's like dude I went all out this year got all brand new christmas lights for the house and like I got enough to do you know like, like literally the people the overachievers that do the whole house like the whole um I guess perimeter of the house the roof rather um and like up each eve and angle and crevice and and everything right like yeah i got enough to do all those blah blah blah. and and i'm like cool you know that's i guess we're old because you're stoked about christmas lights or as frank has put it in a previous cast about we just call them fucking lights um but i go over there and he had yeah he got a great deal because he apparently bought some clothes out fucking incandescent bulbs like <laughs> old school. Yeah. Before and has his whole, I mean, he looks like freaking Christmas vacation, you know, shorts out the breaker for the whole city. <laughs> and, and then he's like, yeah, man, my, I don't know my electricity bill has uh, gone way up. And I'm like, well, no shit. You got fucking 400 lamps on top of your house right now. <laughs> lamps. <laughs> like, that's what I, I likened it to. I was like, dude, envision each one of those being a fucking lamp sitting up there with a ball. <laughs> and, and and I, jeez, I mean, don't, he doesn't probably have to worry about any snow accumulation because the heat being generated from that is just going to be unreal. But, I'm like, yeah, bro. You got a great deal because these are the last ones that they somehow found in the, you know, back aisle um, from like 2002, mm-hmm. and they just, you know, probably put a, like a, a dollar sticker from a garage sale on it, and you bought them all. And yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get like one of those timers and only have them on from, you know, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. or
0: something. No <laughs> like,
1: shit. Yeah, he, he was second job.
2: I I mean I even do that with the LEDs. They yeah. they Yeah, I don't I mean they bump it like 10 12 bucks a month, but I I feel right. bad having them on the whole night. I mean, they I have really And their draw is
1: uh, 1 1000th. Yeah. Of what we're talking here. All right. So
2: so Parker, uh, okay. I'm going to say 3 out of 10 on storytelling delivery there. That was horrible.
0: God damn it. No, I don't think it was. I think it was hilarious. 400 eight- lamps eight on your <laughs>
2: Eight out of ten for the story, it was the delivery that lacked. Listen back to it.
1: Well, I and <laughs> I I probably will. But listen, I, I'm sitting at a high uh, pub top table right now. I'm a little out of your element out of my element. Damn, are yeah, exactly. on the same page? Like Don, I know. Me and you are we are we are, our periods have synced again. Two peas um, in a in a pod butt in a butt. Two peas in so, a butt. Anyway, so I'm a little uncomfortable here. I'm leaning over, and because my coffee table in the living room shit the bed on me, um, I and, feel like there's some
0: backstory that's needed because yeah, coffee no, tables do a lot of awkward shit. Pauses. The table. I don't really know
1: what is going on? Did right you? Now.
0: Did you? Well,
1: did you well, body I'm trying slam? To embrace my inner Elon Musk, and I just I don't answer for about 15 seconds. <laughs> did you? Okay. Did
0: you body slam dog show Dan uh, through the coffee table?
1: No, but I bought this damn coffee table. I mean, it is legit in terms of coffee tables like if it was anyways, that that was going to be a poor analogy, but um I bought it from Mathis Brothers uh a few years ago and it's one of those ones that like for real fat people that eat on their couch, it come it elevates up to you.
0: Oh, okay.
1: You know, it raises, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then sits back down flush and all concealed like um And I mean the thing is a built like a brick shit house, right? Well, it came with these fucking casters on it that were made out of plastic. The wheels were plastic, the housing was plastic, everything was plastic. And and no surprise here, I think day one, like the people had no more than like set it in my living room, like day two the freaking thing was already tilted like titanic. God God damn it, Frank.
0: It's Talk eleven o'clock. A How does this happen? This is un- I'm going to file a
1: petition with Buda. <laughs> like this is ridiculous. <laughs> but so um, these you know casters were were s- clearly just shitty from the from the jump, and uh, so I went to you know those were made by a seven year old Chinese girl. So I went to Harbor Freight. And bought some that were made by a twelve-year-old Chinese girl, and apparently those can't handle the weight of this coffee table either, because both of them have also folded under the weight of this thing. And so now it's off in the corner because I don't want to scratch the wood floor because it doesn't roll; it just scoots like a dog with a limp. I mean, you
0: thought about putting down a rug? I'm just going to throw that out there.
1: Well, I do have a rug, I do, but um, I mean, it's like. It's tilting, and
0: oh, I, oh! You didn't knock off. They're no, not all broken.
1: No, only no okay. two on the same side are. So it's tilting oh. that way. <laughs> so it's you've like, got a
0: you've got a shittily made ramp in your yes living room right now. I
1: can't eat any <laughs> cylindrical food items because they'll just roll <laughs> off the table. Dipping sauces are easy to handle as
0: long as you have a container to put them in. That's good. Yes,
1: it's yeah, good. So yeah. gotta gotta go buy some legit ones that can. Can handle the load. Why not? Uh, just like Frank on a Saturday night. Why not a um, caster's amount of books to
0: prop up under each side of the table? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Barker's semen is measured by the pound. Sick. Sick. Okay. Sick.
1: Alright. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I'm gonna put like four hundred <laughs> napkins under each side. That's perfect.
0: <laughs> That's good. A ream of <laughs> napkins.
1: Can you <I> <laughs> What's going on here? Oh <laughs> that
2: was last night's load. Oh uh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you know, Tom Hanks used loads uh, in Castaway to what? secure items to each other, like glue. <laughs> I <don't think> that's <laughs> true. I can't be right. That was—is was that in the deleted scenes
0: where he's like, "I got to paper mache this thing." All right. <clears throat> Yeah, Wilson, look I guess, away. I
2: guess I need to use my imagination. Wilson, no, Wilson, know. don't
0: watch. Wilson, look away.
2: <laughs> little did we know, Wilson had a little hole in the bottom.
0: Oh, <laughs> god damn it! No, Wilson's not getting assaulted in this scenario. His,
2: his entire emotional, like connection to wilson related to his inability to masturbate No, oh, see in my out.
0: scenario tom hanks remains saintly and that he just <laughs> didn't want to offend wilson's sensibilities <laughs> wilson! you are fucking wilson <laughs> you are yeah. having sex with wilson
2: it really is what wilson wilson was his fleshlight floating yes. away in the middle of the ocean that's why he
0: got so upset well that does explain <laughs> that
2: yeah, and it was a perfect receptacle because you could just squeeze it uh, out. stop calling wilson just,
0: a receptacle sure yeah. Put a little salt water in there to oh, sanitize it. Absolutely. And then you go back to town to get some more glue. Don't call it town, okay? <laughs> don't or call... glue. <laughs> don't, don't call Wilson's abuse town. Ugh, God damn it. I feel like we've done more wrong than good
1: this episode already. Thus <laughs> <Most> far. <sighs> okay. Dude, I've offended several, several different groups already. Yeah. <clears throat> Certainly have. Sorry. Time to apologize. Sorry, seven year old Chinese girls. You yeah, make that a did. Fine caster.
0: <laughs> so you're in your kitchen right now? Kitchen. I guess. Okay, yes, good. Sir. good. All right. And yeah. Frank has been banished to his backyard uh, yes. with the lights out. He's on the train tracks right now. Well, he, I mean, has he has a volleyball basketball. in his hands. Yeah, it does explain That's that. That's right.
1: Weather's beautiful out so. here. is it is it beautiful, beautiful or is, beautiful. is it beautiful? Oh, Jesus. Okay, yeah, we just went it for the same
0: beautiful. joke. All right. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying that, Frank.
1: Yeah. So, what's the temperature there, Frank?
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Google that. God damn no. it! My phone went off. Damn it. <laughs>
2: it's it's probably about seventy three. It's similar. Yeah.
1: My daughter is trying to okay Google shit. She just like random object. Damn it, there's my phone. Um yeah, she but she says okay Goog and it's it's pretty adorable. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be like a banana or something. She's like okay Goog.
0: You know, what my daughter did today is I was playing FIFA in the middle of a very tight match and she walked in, looked at the TV, looked at my Xbox controller and just hit the big giant X button. The Xbox button in the middle of the mm-hmm. controller. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Really fucked me up pretty good because I didn't see her. Like, I saw her. She was, like, you know, doing whatever. I was like, okay, all right. All right whatever all right. little kids do. Whatever, whatever. little kids were doing. Because she was saying, okay, so she. I have this uh, tornado fan in yep. my room. And uh, she usually puts her face in front of it and lets her hair blow back. And she's like, yeah, this is fun. Well, she turned around and then just decided to hit the fucking home button on the Xbox controller. Well, the issue is the home button on my Xbox controller turns my Xbox off because there's an issue with my controller where it just, I don't know, it, it's, it is a fucking problem, but I don't want to spend the $40 on a new controller. Yeah. I just don't hit the fucking Xbox, the, the home button. She hit it, turns the Xbox off mid-game. I'm like, oh.
1: okay, All right. All right. So, were you playing the computer or somebody
0: out there? Well, Parker, because I don't have any friends, I was playing the computer. So, okay. it actually worked out in my favor because I went back and uh, replayed the whole game <laughs> okay. on one. So... But. You didn't
1: have anything riding on this. Like, you didn't lose your whole per- 401k or anything.
0: Whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. I play for Pride 100% of the time. And heaven forbid that I ever lose my Pride. He rematches it. I, re- I automatically turn my Xbox off and try to play again. <laughs> I, I just lose the save. I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, and so yeah, help me. Pride that-
2: always has a perfect season.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%, 100% win 100% of the time.
2: You know my record on FIFA, undefeated.
0: Uh, except against Brian. <clears throat> yeah, no. Brian and I play for keeps. Yeah, we do. It's actually uh, pretty yeah. tightly contested. I think we're like five it and is. four or seven and six, something like that. Yeah. I don't even know who's got the upper hand, but FIFA does. FIFA, FIFA does. does. But,
2: uh, the record remains etched.
0: So Parker, um, having not been on,
2: I think we need to do a little grinds my gears. I got
0: something for this. Oh, God, that's not the right one. You know what really my dish? That's not the right one either. You know what? There it is. Parker, tell me what's going to get you all fired up. <laughs> oh, he brought out a fucking lighter. Oh, oh, huh. oh, I'm sorry. Frank brought out a fucking lighter. I forgot. He was out there <laughs> cheeching it up on the backyard. With Dude, like new- hey, let me yeah. Let, yeah, let me show you
2: how much weed this guy gave me. New
0: mundo whatever. Check that out. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you light that bag on fire, Frank, and no, see what happens? I'm not a dumbass. Well, well, that's a lot. Good right? like amount. I'm gonna isolate that. Yeah, I'm not a dumbass. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be. It's re- gonna be my new drop. <laughs> I'm not a dumbass. Wow.
1: That's be dude, great. okay, I've I've been down this road before, but uh, car commercials—they just kill me anymore nowadays, dude. It's like, what the fuck are they doing? Like the uh, the oh well, I mean, it's not just car commercials, but primarily they're the ones that do the uh, real people, not actors. You know, like yeah. disclaimer, and you're like. No, no, they're they're definitely actors, you know. Like, so oh, okay, I, I got brought asked to come into this little blind taste testing, and I failed to notice the multi million dollar film crew on site, like with all the lighting <laughs> and shit. <laughs> you, you know, like just give it up. Just show me a fucking truck and be like, hey, you should buy this because it's pretty cool. Don't don't fill me full with like. Oh, show that same truck and then show it uh, having 1,700 pounds of gravel dumped into the truck bed. Like, who the fuck does that anyways? <laughs> well, I'm working a big job site. I want to make sure I got my truck ready to
0: for gravel. and, and
1: Just to and, fall out of the sky. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> yeah.
0: When the gravel rains come, I want to make sure I can fill up a full bed.
1: Dude. Windshield's I mean, fucked. <laughs> You really want to laugh, uh, YouTube some of the old Chevy commercials, the, uh, the like a rock. Uh, remember that? Like a rock. It was hard as it could be. Like <laughs> a rock. It was a euphemism. Th- but, throbbing uh, in my brains. Like a rock. Chevy
0: yeah. makes the longest lasting pickups on the road.
1: Dude, and it's just like just straight rednecks with a fat mouthful of chaw. Oh, yeah. Just like For spitting sure. and then jumping in their Chevy <laughs> and just going over like bumpy roads and stuff. and, um, and Yeah, those are classic. I, I, I wasted about an hour of my life not too long ago watching those, and I'm not ashamed to say that. Uh, they are just amazingly like cliché. They, they try to play into all the – you know, they've got like – the the military, you know, they're hitting the military side and it shows like a guy with fatigues on driving a Chevy and then it, you know, shows like an ambulance that happens to be a Chevy and then, yeah, anyways, they're terrible. I, I hate them. I just turn them, like, I I turn the channel, but, I, you know, honestly, I don't even really watch TV anymore, but because it sucks and it's primitive and outdated and and, and the cable companies and the dish people that have been just robbing people for 30 years um i love that they are on the outs i would speculate in the next 10 years um so that's that Uh, (laughs) that's 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 a thing
2: yeah so i mean okay so are you talking about the? i want to relate it to something that i've seen and I feel like you didn't do a good job of that. So no. Oh
0: my god! I'm
2: fucking just negative. Throw a shit on my story tonight are ridiculous. we talking about these Chevy commercials where they go, "Oh, but that's a Chevy," and they bring them all into this like no. uh, blind drive experience, and they're like, "Would you? Would you believe that the Chevy won five fucking JD Power and Associate awards for our entire yeah. lineup?"
1: Yeah, and they just, like, crudely put a piece of duct tape over the Chevy emblem on the front yeah, of the Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, yes, okay. Uh, now I get it. I, I thought you just meant, like, the General Four driving down the road, and they're like, the toughest pickup on earth. And then some dump truck, like, tosses that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah.
1: Well, just, I mean, I guess, honestly, car commercial, you know, automobile commercials in general, you know. like In General Mente. But you know, you've got your, in General mente, you've got your whole fleet of automobiles. Driving through the Mojave Desert, shagging ass with dust trails behind a all, and I'm like, okay, that doesn't make me want to go out and buy one, honestly.
0: So you you talk about that, and the first thing that comes to mind is this Hams beer commercial, clearly from the 70s. But notice, is I'm that sharing a bear? That is a fucking bear <laughs> riding in a, in a in a topless jeep with a man, surely wearing corduroy and like uh, mm-hmm. a very bearded poorly uh to man in like an old willy's jeep but that's a fucking bear licking his face <laughs> listen you look, look at that fucking bear <laughs> from that commercial
2: you know uh <laughs> or is it genesee, or genesee genesee which one
0: genesee
2: genesee yeah they they they're starting to show their old commercials too oh. to advertise their beer
0: I like the fact that this dude has the shittiest teeth known to man. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> like, just look look at him smile. First off, there's bears in a lumber yard. Like, that's a thing. And this fucking old school beer can opens up, and he just drops the tab inside. Look at them teeth, though. Look at them choppers. It's just dude. insanity. Look at
1: that.
0: <laughs> oh, man. He looks like a bear himself. Dude, it looks like he's... Like, take the normal number of teeth that a human should have and divide it by a... I don't know. Thirty percent, yeah, yeah. He can eat. He can eat a corn crab through a through a picket fence. And that's they say about that guy.
1: This brings me to something I had not thought about, but uh, your beer can uh, discussion there. I had this talk with uh, with my brother just like last week. Like, what the f- why the little pie shaped little? That was just the worst idea. That's about as bad of an idea as a fucking flathead screw. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I think it was just uh, some, I blame I blame white people. And here's why I blame white people. Because I feel like that is the simplest solution to the problem of how do I seal a can up and then remove that seal so I can consume the product inside. And a white person was just like, Well just fucking seal it on top. And also, let's make it a law that you can't do it any other way. And then, boom, there we go. I think that's what happened with the old flathead screwdriver too. The the person was so uh ashamed by his decision to make a flathead screwdriver that uh he didn't want his name associated with it. All um, right, unlike so, Mr. Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> represent Phillips.
1: No, yeah, no, dude. I mean, what are those triangles like an eighth inch wide? Like they, yeah, how long did pointless. it take a fucking twelve ounce beer? <laughs>
2: Am I am I the only person, speaking of flathead screwdrivers, who has hurt himself on a flathead screwdriver more than a fucking hammer? No, ah! dude. No,
1: you slip out, especially when you waller them out. Absolutely.
2: Like, uh-huh. it, it It slips because you need to push to have yeah, it not slip,
1: and then it does right. slip, and then it, like,
2: cuts your finger. I've had that dude. shit happen more than
1: one time. You ever get something in and it's like, By the time you get it in or whatever, it's like... Yeah, she says no, and then you're like, shit.
0: Now I have to be a Supreme Court (laughs) judge?
1: Yeah, yeah, don't Kevin (laughs) on me here. Um, No. When you get you get whatever installed or screwed in, and you're like, "Yeah, that ain't coming out" because that thing is stripped as fuck.
0: Oh, dude, I've moved houses (laughs) because of that. Like, I did that one time. In so yeah, Yeah, I moved
2: houses because
0: I did. So yeah, yeah, it was uh, just to
2: go back. uh, It's all in the name, Brian. He he, cabin nod, everybody.
0: Got it. Got it.
1: yeah, big outlet cover uh, has, obviously, is in bed with flathead screws. Shut up.
0: <laughs> big outlet cover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I absolutely agree with you, Parker. It's, a, it's
2: big outlet. I don't understand. Like, And it does not look more aesthetically pleasing.
0: No. Nope. No, not at all. So I I will say this, be on the lookout. I learned this uh, embarrassingly recently, (laughs) Uh, but anytime there's a flathead screwdriver, it's on a screw that might, not saying all the times, but just if it has a a hexagonal or whatever the fuck uh, design on the outside, uh, you probably should just use whatever socket fits over that and and remove the screw. So I have a bunch sure. of when I'm doing when I'm homebrewing, I have a bunch of, uh, one of the, like, snake clamps or whatever the hell they call them, mm-hmm. and I have always used a slot screwdriver. Well, this is about two years ago. I was home. I was doing a homebrewing <laughs> demonstration. So I was teaching people how to homebrew, and uh-huh. uh, this guy walks up and goes, <laughs> "He just he takes the bit out of my screwdriver and just uses the holder that's on the screwdriver and just undoes the snake clamp." And I looked at him and I go, How the fuck did you do that so quick? And he's like, Well, just use the, the socket on the, on the screwdriver. It's like, <laughs> Oh, cool. Yeah, that's why I brought that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That was my plan all along. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, like, but uh, up to that point, I had like almost stabbed myself three or four times trying to use yeah. a slot screwdriver to, to, he, to sink the clamp down.
1: So, those are like, Plan yeah. A, use a ratchet. Yeah, Plan B. If you're fucking desolate, you can bring out your flathead screwdriver, <laughs> or you can probably use a dime
0: and do way a, a much better job.
1: <laughs> True.
0: Anyway, um,
2: so what I what I really enjoy okay. about the screwdriver business,
0: oh, big screw is what I call him. Big screw
2: is the thoughtfulness of the individual who said, "Okay, the Phillips can be approved upon," and then went. Ellen um, key, but not just Ellen key. The star, the six point star. Oh, you're t- you're, you're represent Allen that key. is that is yeah. the way every screw should work. Like the Phillips is good, but that's entry level good. If you can get that <laughs> six star, like that thing grips. It, it, yeah. it, it doesn't even matter how much rust is on it. It can it can strip, but it very rarely does because it's like it's a snug fit. Oh yeah, um, I believe what
0: you are talking about is Tecton
1: key. No, it's like buying the small uh fleshlight. Like you what? You no. Know. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. star bit is where it's at, dude. It changed my life whenever I discovered those. Absolutely. Now
2: fleshlights <laughs> they're also good. Absolutely I don't think them. we're
0: talking about the same thing. Now
2: they're out of they're definitely. out of Austin. Yeah, it's phenomenal. a tight fit, Brian. I um, don't
0: think you can put the same torque you can on a fleshlight that you can on a Star. Brian, Brian. What? They have both orifices. They have
2: all three it's orifices weird. available in flashlights. So uh, whatever this, floats your boat.
0: In the God-fearing state of Texas, there better only be one orifice. No, there's three of them. <laughs>
1: what? Mm-hmm. I declare! I've never been so offended in all of my life. <laughs> now, I will say, on the flip side of the star bit, uh, awesomeness. Whenever you encounter one and you are not equipped with the star bit. Or you can go fuck yourself. You're like, son of a bitch. You're like, I've got this <laughs> flathead. And then, yeah, you're, you're just up the creek. I've got you have got eight know, sets of Allen okay, keys like, and I can't still do shit like, with this. Yeah, you still appreciate the awesomeness of the star bit uh, screw or whatever you've got there. But you're like, son of a bitch. I wish it was a Phillips at this point in time.
2: You know what I, what I find kind of annoying? And this will be my last bit on screws and screwdrivers. Big screw. Big screw. When you buy a set of drill bits, and they hmm. don't include Ellen key
0: bits. No, you say Ellen key. I don't know what the you're fuck about are now. you talking <laughs> about. No, the Ellen key. That's are what you, it's called. It's the, you, it's the four corners. No, no, you're talking about an Allen key.
1: No, an, an Ellen Allen, key. an Allen. Key. Key. Yeah, I think he's talking. To, yeah, he's just trying to backpedal here. Yeah, an Ellen Allen key. key?
0: Allen an has Allen Allen
1: like, key. A hex key. Yes, they call them hex keys. I guess. Yeah.
0: Woo. Yeah, we don't have
2: hex. It's called an Allen key. Allen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not
0: an Ellen. Yeah. I don't know what the fucking key. Ellen key That's is. Correct. All right. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, Not anyways. Key, I'm glad we worked through that. Yeah, we. I, I let it go key. the first couple times. If it's a hex... okay, fine. God damn it! If they don't, <laughs> fuck have, you, man.
1: You've been on my story delivery. If they don't, if they don't have the bit,
2: it annoys me because it's like you know damn well, no fucking IKEA furniture comes without that shit. Well, God, I, damn it! I will say.
0: Yeah. I will say. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> battery operated drills and electric screwdrivers are different beasts altogether. If you throw an yeah. an Allen key in a fucking in a drill, you're gonna fuck a lot of shit up. <laughs> like it doesn't have that that low RPM that's necessary to make an Allen key work correctly, even in IKEA furniture, which is the yeah, purpose you... of putting those Allen keys on IKEA furniture. They don't want you to over tighten shit because it's particle board. <laughs>
1: Because your hex is going to turn into just a circle after your drill gets done.
0: <laughs> now, but electric screwdrivers, those should come with Allen keys. Yeah, those are yeah. those are really helpful, especially if you're if you or your partner are expecting children. Go ahead and get yourself an electric screwdriver because that's going to come in way more handy than any fucking Black and Decker or Craftsman drill set will.
1: For that crib, when you're freaking <sighs> dropping the levels down as and, the baby
0: grows, and everything else that that kid gets. It, it's going to be a fucking nightmare trying to put shit together on Christmas Eve and be like, eh, everything's fine here. Nothing to see. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so yeah, that's that. Um, Parker, while well, Frank is dealing with the uh, 1130 coming through Buda, have you cracked open another beer?
1: Yeah, I cracked open another uh, okay. Dirty Whoa. Bastard. Oh,
0: damn it, I'm going to do a beer count. I haven't played this in so long. I don't even know what it sounds like anymore.
1: Hear ye, hear ye. It's time for a beer count. Listen to the track. Beers. So that
0: still works. That's good. I'm, I'm proud of that. So you've cracked open another dirty bastard. True. Yeah. So you're up to three for the evening. For the, cast, for the cast. For the cast.
1: Uh for the evening too. Um Oh okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I try not to just it's uh when it's just me and the kids. I'm like, Yeah, I should probably parent instead of being like, Hey, quit fucking with me. Don't touch Daddy's long neck <laughs> Daddy's trying to have a good time, stop trying to kill my buzz right now. Yeah, I'm trying to get, I'm i'm pre-gaming for the cast I'm going to do after you guys go to sleep.
0: I'm trying to get ready for Beach Week or whatever the fuck weird activities are going on in rich people's lives. Anyway, so, that's a Brett Kavanaugh joke. <laughs> anyway, Brett Kavanaugh joke. Okay, so, I, uh, I am drinking my second beer of the evening, or of the cast. It's not of the evening, clearly. The second beer of the cast. Uh, this is called Luscious, which uh, used to be a nickname of mine in high school. True story. So, this is a British-style imperial stout coming in hot at 9.2% alcohol by volume. This might be the best stout I have ever had in my life. And I say that with the utmost sincerity. And when I saw where it came from after I had opened it and poured it, I realized that I probably shouldn't be drinking this tonight. I should have waited for another night to drink it. But, as soon as I tasted it, I realized it didn't matter. It is very, very good. This is from the Alchemist Brewing Company, the same people that brought you Hetty Topper that I had on the cast a couple of nights ago. This is their stout, which I didn't know they made. I knew they made a beer called Focal Banger, which, Parker, keep it in your pants, is just a pale wheat ale. Uh, but I had no idea that they made this beer called Luscious. And I'm dead serious. I don't speak in hyperbole when it comes to beer. This might be the best stout I've ever had. This, sh- like, I don't want to say it shits upon all Prairie Bombs and Prairie Noirs out there, because it doesn't, but it is the best all-malt stout I have ever had <laughs> in my
1: life. Well, uh, that's okay. I'm glad to be present for this. It's phenomenal. Where are they out of? They're out of
0: Vermont. Um, they're uh-huh. out of uh, uh, Stowe, Vermont. Stowe,
1: Stowe. Bernie Sanders old stomping grounds.
0: Yeah, Bernie is famous for. I mean, Bernie beer is heady topper. He's got a picture on the campaign trail in twenty sixteen, uh, drinking heady topper out of the can.
1: <laughs> nice. This beer is oh, so fucking good. My
0: god. oh my god damn it! Can I report this? Is that on your work computer, Frank?
1: <laughs> God damn it. My Frank phone. just went to meat spin on his phone. Yeah, Of course it's on your phone. It's like downloaded on your phone, on your phone. <laughs> It's your
0: fucking screensaver.
1: No, Anytime you your phone would not goes idle. How
2: long it takes to find that nowadays. <laughs> it used to be so common and I had to go like search for a non-flash version that would like play on a phone and it's a mess but it plays on uh, an android phone i'm glad we could i'm, I'm glad we could share that moment.
0: that's awful frank are you drinking anything different <laughs> other than that shiraz that you were drinking at the beginning of the no cast?
2: and i'm on uh for the night drink number four this is my fourth fourth shiraz fourth glass of shiraz no, no, I'm trying. It's my second glass of Shiraz. I had two glasses of uh, Pinotage at the cigar vault.
0: Okay, so second of the cast. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you probably said that. I overreacted. I apologize. Yeah, Parker, I've got that like, funky <clears throat> allergy thing that just makes me Where you salivated. produce a lot of semen in the back of your throat. I understand. We talked oh, about it last cast. unfortunate. Um, Frank, stop trying to burn down your house, okay? Uh, I'm trying to. I know how to started started in yeah. <laughs> the
1: that, that,
0: that might be the best accidental line that
1: anyone's ever had <laughs> i know how
0: <laughs> what Welcome to Save last that and
1: submit it to his home insurance if his oh. home ever burns down
0: for sure. I'm, yeah, I'm so gonna, the key is
2: is, is you don't want to you don't want to put the gasoline
0: in a corner because they'll say oh it started here. That's what yeah. the Kevin Bacon quote "Nobody puts baby in the corner" means. Exactly. What you do is is, is you spread it in the whole house
1: <laughs> evenly. You do not you use accelerant at all because it shows up. Oh, well, yeah. okay.
2: Well, there it is. Actually, the fire protection expert. I trust his
1: opinion. Yes, any good arson investigator would be able to say, like, clearly this dumbass just poured gas through the whole house. <laughs> well, the
0: roof, well, I
2: thought I had it right.
0: The ceiling okay. melted immediately. That's to, out of the I ordinary. Need, what I
2: need to do is I need to watch some more arson investigator videos. Well,
0: Parker jokes on you. I made sure that all the wood used in my house was soaked in kerosene before it got put together. So, there. <laughs> well, <that's> right. <laughs> If we, were is that dying, a Miranda from we were dying
2: from a bomb.
0: We <laughs> have napalm rafters. Boom. How about that? <laughs> what do you know about them apples? <laughs> it's my emergency escape valve. Is what I, I call I'm going to be honest with you. Napalm rafters sounds like a badass band name. I think that's what we name our band, guys. Napalm rafters. Huh. Easy. Easy.
1: Break it. You buy it.
0: Yeah. I did buy it. All right, Parker. What? Uh, what's Break it. <laughs> What's your, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, now it's a challenge. Break it, bitch. Break it, break it, break Brian, it. Ryan, you know what I just uh, broke out? What did you broke out? Nadura. Don't, god damn it, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I had a dream about that fucking scotch the other night, and I think I might have gotten hard while I was dreaming about it. And I'm okay saying it out loud because I've worked through some things in my life. But that Nadura from Glenn Livett might be the best fucking scotch I've ever, like best thing period I've ever put in my mouth.
2: Yeah, I, um... <laughs> that shit I've was only, amazing. This
0: is only the second time I've had it. I had it twice while I was down there, so I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah, we have half a bottle left now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw um, it today. You know what, it is, it's one of those, like, it's at the right oh, price point that it is not too high to be exactly. unattainable. But that is one of the best fucking scotches I've ever had. For the people listening, I mean, it is the Glenlivet, it is aged. It is. Or I'm sorry. It is uh, bottled at cask strength. So I think that one that you have, Frank, is at 63% alcohol by volume. But this
2: one is. The key
0: is. Sixty point two. Sixty point two. Okay, but the key is that it's aged uh, twelve years, and then it's secondary age once it's been blended in one of three different casks, either yep. sherry, rum, or uh, fuck. Oh, oh, heavy, heavy peated malt scotch. Those are the three ways that it's done, but the Nadura is the peated malt scotch.
2: Uh, yep,
0: that's correct. It is phenomenal. It is so, fucking phenomenal. We are very fortunate in that I bought this during the
2: large dollar sale, because normally this specific one, the 16-year, there is a 12-year version of it. Um, but the sixteen-year one, excuse me, I have a book that's like stuck. Can go for one hundred and twenty-five dollars. I well, bought this for like seventy-five or something. Well, I was gonna say
0: so normally because I saw it at Total today, and I almost jumped on it. and It was at sixty-seven. Oh wow! But it's wow. still way higher than what I what I'm willing to pay for most spirits. But yeah, now the one-seven-five might be up in the hundred-something-dollar range because I know mm-hmm. they do make the leader. In Hold on one second. Five.
2: I I got the wrong site. Sorry, that was a, a British slash UK slash Europe. No, Kevin bottle online will sell it to you for seventy dollars. Yeah, it's about seventy dollars. Yeah, so I, I think I probably paid like 62 bucks for it.
1: It's it's. A did you see price. the word town with an e or something? And That was a dead giveaway. <laughs> no, I actually ended up clicking on it.
0: It's, it says the Whiskey Exchange. Thank you, Brian? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> uh No, I uh, that is a a very fine Scotch. I uh, welcomed Mrs. Bryan to the McAllen Double Cask this evening. Ooh, Uh, the blue one? No, it is the gold double cask. So it is not as expensive. Weirdly, it's it's the same aged scotch, but it is uh, secondary aged on used uh, American oak barrels, usually sherry, like second, uh, again. So it has even more oak character. Yeah. And uh, it's cheaper than McAllen 12. No, but it's, it's, it's weird. so.
2: My question is, was the box blue? Uh, no. It was well, yes, okay. maybe.
0: I think. Fuck, I don't I know. I think it
2: was blue, and it's got the two barrels on it. I've got it yes. in the house here. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's very, That's it. Good. That's it. very yeah, good. It was
0: good. I actually like the McAllen 12 just normal, better.
2: I'd, um, yeah, I like them all. I like McAllen for a go to scotch. Like, scotch, scotch, cheap. scotch. Down into my belly. It's fine, um, Parker, yeah. So, question the Answer. gathering, the gathering place in Tulsa, you of, been, yeah, of the junglers. Yeah, I did give us, when give last us a, Thursday, give us a rundown okay. of this spot because it, it looks like Central Park size awesome,
1: dude. It is. The best thing to happen to the homeless population in Tulsa ever. What? <laughs> Since ever. Yeah, there's so many little fucking awesome sleeping places and shit that they can crawl into. Straight up. I'm not being a dick or being facetious here. Like, that was the first thing I said. I was like, man, if I was homeless, I would totally come here. <laughs> like, there's so many, like, slides and tunnels. And, and I mean, it's like 200 acres, so... You know, their cut rate security that they hired is not going to be able to patrol all that at any given time. Yeah. Um, And yeah. So that's that's my take on it. Okay. And that's that. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. There's a lot more to it. It's amazing. It's a a pretty impressive feat of civil engineering. Uh, That also came out of my mouth that night that we went. Um, it is, makes me think of Seattle, uh, the use of green space and, uh, natural grasses instead of trying to have some finely manicured this or that, or some flower bed with a bunch of dumb shit that you have to take care of and pull weeds out of, you know, they've clearly got natural prairie grasses and natural wildflowers native to uh, this area Yeah, and in a lot of the negative spaces um so less maintenance um it is probably the best thing to ever happen to Tulsa uh, I think certainly would put them on the map what the fuck is that noise? Is Willem here typing on his keyboard? No, Frank is pecking at his keyboard, I can tell. Jeez, dude. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was that loud. Yep. It is. It is very loud. Um <laughs> It's super cool. Really nice. Like so many different playgrounds and like I mean, you can pump, you know, 30,000 people in there and it not feel uber crowded.
2: That's awesome. Um,
1: Dude, yeah, uh, it it is awesome, and leave it up to you know private donors and not the government to pull something awesome like this off. Yeah, um, I mean, but it's it's, it's sucks. a little bit but, like tax evading rich people. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, be that as it may, at least they're giving back. I mean, yeah. that's more than yeah. the tax evading rich people that. Don't you know, give anything back. Yeah. Don't give anything back. Like, That's true. Hey, hey, at least Boone Pickens bought OSU a stadium, right? That's you know, true. and a football. Even team. after his hostile takeover, yeah. um, and a medical but, center in Dallas. Dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it is. It's it's amazing. I mean, honestly, it is just. It's so. I can't even. I don't know. It.
0: They it's, thought of everything. There's places that
1: you can rent canoes and go canoeing on this big like freaking six acre lake or whatever it is. And couple things. I mean, there's ice cream shops and restaurants and uh, concert venues and just couple. couple, I don't know. Couple things I want to point out.
0: One, it's Leslie Nope's dream vacation. Like it's her dream uh, project to work on something like this because it seems extremely legit. Also, have you been to their website? No. So, Ga- I don't know who
1: Leslie Nopes is, but... It, She's from Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Ah, okay. So,
0: it's something that came up. It is gatheringplace.org, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get it to load because I clicked on it, and it fucking didn't show me a blow-up picture, but... <clears throat> uh, Frank, are you going there right now? I am, yeah. Okay, so uh, wow. gatheringplace.org. I want you to pull up... The Disney Choo Choo Soul with Genevieve. And I want you to tell me that Genevieve did not work. Hold on, let me pull my camera up so I can share my phone with y'all. But uh, tell me Genevieve didn't work in adult films like not too long ago. (laughs) Um, It is the sluttiest Disney train conductor I have ever seen in my entire life. Dude, she is banging. I want to go go on the Disney choo-choo train. Oh, yes, absolutely. I've never wanted to go on one before, but I feel like I need to go on one now.
1: Oh man, she's beautiful. And that's,
0: that's on the awesome. gathering place. That is on the gatheringplace dot org.
1: Now, watch I Genevieve now there were live sex acts at this place as well. I don't think there are, but
0: <laughs> that's what brings people in. When you get there, Genevieve is not that person. Is the old bait and switch, Parker? <laughs>
1: yeah, Parker? she's eighty now, dude. Uh, okay, real quick, I don't know if you're switching gears here, but. Another thing out of my uh, plus size mouth that night was like, "What? Cool, cool, cool." Would everybody stop fucking typing? <laughs> Dude, did Willem send you his keyboard? That is terrible. No, it sounds I, like I an old typewriter.
2: Have, I think we're gonna have uh, Frank Frank audio issues on this cast again. I'm I'm recording on my work computer and I I I channeled it through Dude. my. my yeti mic but it seems to be coming through both
0: again now you it's don't sound sensitive. it's not that you sound bad it's that it sounds like you put bubble wrap underneath your entire keyboard
2: Yes, yeah but okay let me mute my mic and i bet you can still hear
0: me okay okay Give me one second. You mute your
2: mic I I muted it. Can you still hear me? Yes,
0: I can clearly still hear you. That's the problem. Can you go in and change your settings in Google Hangouts? And this is a trick question. It does not not work. Okay. So unplug your Yeti mic. Just unplug it, see what happens. I guess, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, exactly. Frank is, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll do it it live. It. <laughs> Whatever. You know what? Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> like everyone heard that dead silence that came out from the hiss. It went yeah. we'll to do it live. Nothing. Much better. Much better. Yeah. Okay, so um, real quick, hold on, before you go on, it goes into It's our resident tech expert, Villum Did you try to turn it off and turn it back on? I muted Frank. <laughs>
1: Dude, it sounds like river dance for right. sure. Like straight up tap dancing. I muted Frank That's during awesome. that segment, so it was that good. That's great. All right. Uh Parker. In closing on the gathering place. Um Gathering of the Juggalos place. Yes. Yeah. Did we ever hear back on that gathering of the Juggalos? No, conference? apparently
0: their PR people are not on top of their game. <laughs> Believe it or not, Brian. Brian, typically not take, plans in 24
2: months. Do not take the liberty of muting someone on Hangouts. That's bullshit. No,
0: I didn't mute him on Hangout. I mute you on Hangouts. I just turned your volume off throughout mm. the through the mm, board. I'll tell you, I
2: was muted on my Hangouts, uh, Parker. This is a yeah. park. This is not a fucking like
1: adult sex show. Wrap it up. Hey. Well, I would wrap it up if it was an adult. Real section.
0: quick, before we move that... on from wrap it up, Cardi B today in a fucking <laughs> in a uh, charity concert said, "I'm supposed to read off this teleprompter, but hell with that, I'm gonna do it raw." And everybody's like, "Yeah," and she goes, "Although y'all remember what happened last time I did it raw, and then pointed <laughs> to <at> her belly, <laughs> she got pregnant. <laughs> she pointed at her belly." <laughs> That's <laughs> wow. amazing, and I said to myself, "I love you, I love you, Cardi B." <laughs>
2: That's some Dominican shit, right? All
0: there? right, anyway, Parker, I'm so very sorry. No, not at all.
1: No apologies needed. Final thoughts. What I was just saying is, like, I mean, then you know, we tried to wait a little while until the new wore off the puppy, and the puppy was now shitting on your bed and staying up all night. Cool. I'm um, whining and it's great. Um, and we waited what I don't know a month, s- month ish after it opened to go. Um, well, they're doing a hundred days of opening ceremony, right? It's uh-huh. like freaking impressive. But, the
2: roots performed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, awesome, Bruce,
1: though. Bruce Springsteen. No, but the roots did um, perform, didn't they? Yes, they did. Okay. Well, I love the roots.
2: They are fucking awesome. quest they're sitting like
1: fucking two
0: Shut up. Okay. About the roots. Tell me about okay. the. End get, let's get through this.
1: Well, this is going to be anticlimactic now. Uh,
0: well, no, there was probably like, twenty thousand. Any
1: of your stories tonight, Frank? You're not helping.
0: You are not helping.
1: <laughs> and I'm gonna rape you. Okay. And then I'm going to put you on those train All tracks right. that are right by your house, apparently, six feet from your house. And I'm going to leave you there. Um, <laughs> that was harsh. Okay, I take back the rape part. I'm just going to put you on the train tracks. <laughs> and now where's I'm going to the- say something sweet. But, I mean, where's uh, the pleasure? Oh, gosh. In watching you get your fucking hands cut off so you can't type <laughs> loudly. <next God>. <laughs> Listen, you're getting Kavanaugh'd. <laughs> you just got Kavanaugh'd.
2: <laughs> Dude, I saw somebody
1: Oh
0: posted, my god, just uh, tell us about Facebook. the fucking <laughs> gathering. <laughs>
1: there was a picture of him and his family and it said, please pray for him and his family. And then somebody in the comments said, yeah, please pray that he doesn't rape them too. <laughs> God damn it. It was fucking terribly awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And this was on somebody I (sighs) know. Please pray
2: for this man who wants a promotion after raping a woman. Okay, yeah.
1: Let's pray for him. (laughs) Asshole. Oh, man. Uh. Uh, Anyways, I was just thinking... There was probably... I don't know. Maybe I'm exaggerating and pulling a Frank here. <laughs> oh, my God. Did he put it in fucking reverse? Did that train... Is it coming back? I,
0: I fucking can't. If you don't tell me about this goddamn park in the next fucking four minutes, I swear to God I would have burned this podcast to the ground. I swear to God. Frank. I want to know about the park. I want to know the resolution of the fucking gathering place. <laughs> Frank, I swear to God, if you turn your fucking microphone back on before he finishes his story, I'm gonna fucking murder you. I am going to drive down to Buta. I'm gonna. Dr- I'm gonna drive the train into
1: your house. <laughs> He's gonna derail it into your house. Um, God damn it. Okay. Anyhow, I was just saying there was a ton of people out there, like in the outdoors, engaging. With each other and talking and, you know, I don't know, gathering, if you will, and uh, not looking at their phones and having fun with their families. And like I said to my wife, I was like, like, what would everybody here be doing right now without this place? Um, and it was kind of cool. You know, it was like, would would they all be watching some stupid mind numbing bullshit like Dancing with the Stars or, you know, I don't I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just kind of cool. It was bringing so many people out to enjoy the outdoors and spending time with their family or exercising because, you know, there's all kinds of jogging trails and basketball courts that were just chock full of people and playgrounds and tennis courts and the whole nine yards of people fucking. Being people and kinda getting back to and Frank will appreciate this, their roots. Um God damn it. Just being outside, damn it, you know, and not sitting inside watching Pornhub or some stupid, you know, celebrity reality show like The Apprentice. Um Yeah, I don't know. It was cool. So those involved uh in bringing this also.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's good. At least there's an outdoor space in Tulsa that's not on a highway um, where you get to sit in traffic and pay tolls. that's my experience with most of Tulsa.
2: My experience with Tulsa is a lot of tolls as well, yeah. Unless you live close to downtown, then you don't pay much.
0: Right, except to get there. So, take that for what it is.
2: Parker, I've heard great things about the Gathering Place. I'm sorry that I asked you because it took 30 minutes, and that was a very... um, repetitive reviews so three out of ten on that one but it,
0: um, not parker's fault on that three out of ten <laughs> just so we're very clear um
2: so you had two trains come through during my
1: explanation yeah ryan what Brian,
2: what i do have in other news uh-huh. i did find out this week that i was uh semi-allergic to uh plantains oh
0: how did you find that out please tell me you pooped yourself please tell me you pooped yourself. Man, you're going to hate this, but I went into banana phylactic shock. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Uh, I, fool this, man. I can't. Uh, I can't hit it enough. Uh, <laughs> you fucking
1: just set that shit up pain. so
0: perfect. There
1: <laughs> will Always be. A I knew that story was <laughs> BS from the get-go, because I know in the Dominican, I watched your ass devour like nine plantains. I thought maybe like,
0: oh shit, Frank's allergies have changed in the years, and then he said, bananaphylactic shock, and I want to fucking, I want harm. I'm, I don't want good, I'm not a person of goodwill right now. I hey, want harm.
2: Is that <laughs> is that one of the most, like... I, that was one of the smoother dad jokes setups I've had on this show. I'm
0: going to start a new hangout with just yeah. Parker, and I am not going to send you the link. And that's what we're going to uh, record Parker from. gave me
2: credit on that
0: one. It really saved us it from is... the gathering place. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Don't... Uh, first off, a couple things. A couple things. Don't say saved us like we all went down in flames. You kept dragging Parker's into this fucking yes. inferno that you set. You set your own house on fire, and then you kept bringing Parker into it. You're like... I did. I did. Hey, listen. Sometimes there's gave,
2: a cat to save, okay?
0: No! <laughs> You're the cat that started the fire,
2: asshole! I know. And he he drugged me out, and then I gave him gold. And it was
0: worth it. Okay.
1: Nice. Well, well, well Brian and I just got Cavanaugh uh, on that joke, and it was awesome.
2: Uh, <laughs> as soon as Brian said it, I was like, now. "Man, he is just going to
0: fucking I want to so it I'm <laughs> disappointed in myself. I blame it on this on the whiskey before the
1: cast. <laughs>
0: I normally should have
1: caught that. <laughs> Because Brian usually, like two seconds into your whatever you're about to say, says, no, uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh, or this bullshit, or something along those lines. Especially whenever you start out with, I've got some gold. (laughs) Yeah, I...
0: This is gold. I wanted, you know what I want? I wanted it to be a life life vest, but he handed me a fucking lead blanket, and he just threw it on me in the middle of the ocean. (laughs) Just dragged my ass down. That's right. All right. Well, That's right now, now you're
2: with the Titanic. So, uh, Brian, what? I did have an honest question for you tonight. The fuck you did? See, now I did I'm really heavily um, guard it. <clears throat> no, I did. So, when you <laughs> <clears throat> when you go back door with or without a condom? God damn it!
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, no, but honestly, I did have a different question. Okay, Um, what is it? In all honesty, so when... um, I know we had a big argument. Oh, yes, yes, we did. Yeah, did you listen to this, Parker? (laughs) I'm going to say... I'm gonna plead the fifth. Yeah, one, I two, heard. three, four, yeah. five. Yeah. When's the last time you actually listened to a cast you
1: weren't on? Um, good question. Good question. Good question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I generally listen, okay, but in this one I'm billowing right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, All right, he's a All big right. fan of the cast.
2: Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> what I was gonna ask is, so the the discussion primarily centered around the fact that some like. Breweries can't really always distribute and, and rely upon demand to, to do that. Um, they just make beer, and then if people want to buy it, they sell it, and then they will make more, and they don't promise that they will distribute to the next, like the same set of bars the next time. They don't know that they're going to have that much product. Right. So my real question is, is what is a equivalency – in the Dallas and Austin markets of those beers, because um, I feel like maybe Treehouse and them they just need to come down to Austin and Dallas
0: and like learn how to supply some people with beer. I don't think you need to come down to Dallas and Austin and do that. No, so, but I'm saying you know
2: what, like do we have something like that? Down yeah,
0: here? yeah. So five one two. We talked about it on the cast is a perfect example. Where is when you get it, and I, I say five one two because when you get it in bars and restaurants it's really good yeah but when you can get it they cannot always keep up with supply okay which is in our market acceptable because that's what craft beer is it's acceptable for that to happen now what you get more than that in our markets are small breweries who decide to open up tap rooms stop hitting that lighter in front of the fucking microphone frank sorry
2: what you get I, it's,
0: I, i've got a tick when it comes to. Life. i do i it's do this like i have to do that I, I do the same thing with shit that i'm holding in it's a whole th- i i can't have pins i threw anymore. it to the other side of the table we're good so what you it's get too in much our, effort. what you get in our markets are people who try to make too much beer or prom over over <laughs> promise and under deliver yeah um and that is the issue in the Dallas, Fort Worth, and in general, the Texas market outside of Houston. Houston does a really good job of staying in their lane. And when I say that, is not that they can't, that Dallas and Fort Worth breweries can't provide beer. Yeah. But what you get is, you get an inferior product when you try to deliver too much for your production facility. Okay. So listening back to that podcast, I thought to myself, like, I missed a very... Like blatant um, opportunity to talk about a brewery that has not only survived, thrived and outgrown themselves, uh, but Russian River in Santa Rosa, California, is a mm-hmm. is the example of a brewery that said, "Listen, if you want our beer, you can come here, we sell it here. We'll sell it to like four or five you know liquor stores at first. If you can get it there, then you can buy buy away." What is happening? Are y'all doing? I don't know. I feel like Parker's going right to now? get
2: another beer, and he doesn't know that his mic isn't muted. <laughs> it's
0: ridiculous. So, uh, but but Russian River, it's not. They're a company that is not a five-year company, and I see your point yeah. when you were talking about Treehouse, in that like they've only been around five years. Okay. They do state pretty clearly on their website now. Oh, my God. Is, is he rearranging the entire kitchen right he's now? Like, I feel like he's moving fridges. Can we do a play-by-play of this just for a minute? No, 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 no. no. I'm going <laughs> to stick to the point here. So Treehouse is very much like they've – if they weren't this way in the past, they are now in stating exactly what they're capable of. And yeah. what they're capable of is not providing all the beer for Boston. And yeah. not being able to provide anything outside of their brew house, which is, that's the right thing to do. Yeah. And if breweries and, or if bars and, and restaurants are <laughs> are wanting their beers, like, they're just shit out of luck. And that's okay, yeah. too. Uh, but Russian River has done that for the last 25 years. Well, for, yeah, because... So, I'm sorry, I'm um, sorry, that, that is not right. 18 um, years they have Live, done that. Live Oak started the same way, apparently. Yeah, and Live Oak, when they started distributing cans up here to Dallas-Fort Worth, it was a nightmare because (laughs) you could only get Live Oak Hefeweizen like once every four months. But the issue is once you see it, you buy it, and that way you know it's fresh. And that is the key to buying, like that's the key to enjoying craft beer. Absolutely. Drinking it when it's available. Like when it's available, that means it's fresh. Don't drink stuff that's been sitting on the shelf for a long time. Otherwise, it's not going to taste as good. And I will say that is both a truth and a myth all at the same time. It is a truth for all of beer, but it is a myth for all of craft beer, if that makes sense. Because you can make a beer that tastes good, that is shelf-stable for months at a time, uh, but most small craft breweries do not have the ability to do that. That's fair. So I
2: get that. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I figured would be the whole... Well, the main difference is because it's it's a it is frustrating, and and I understand not being able to provide for everybody. um, But it it, the frustrating component to me mainly is the fact that they don't they don't necessarily like initially they try to sell to everybody, and it it turns into a bit of a shit show. Well,
0: if they did try to do that, (laughs) hopefully that was under a different marketing manager because whoever's running their marketing department now is running it correctly. It changed completely. It did change completely. And, and, and again, you see that all over Texas of, like, hey, if you like our beer, come out to the brewery, because we ain't going to send that shit out to you. Jester King has done a really good job of that as well, of if you want our beers, here they are, but they're going to be in our backyard. Like, in, in their case, literally in our backyard. Yeah. Otherwise, you're SOL and... That's okay. Now they're not going they they will never be <laughs> good god. Parker, do you have your headphones on? No he doesn't. Oh yeah. my Oh my god, you are making a lot of noise, dude.
2: <laughs> you are making a
0: ton. <laughs> you you've like rearranged your recycling bin in your kitchen from what I can tell.
1: This is payback for Frank's typing.
0: Okay. Well, don't take it out on my story. But like, (laughs) (laughs) but like, uh, Jester King has, has operated (laughs) in this manner for years and they've never grown outside of what they're capable of producing. They'll never be a multinational brew, like distribution center, but at the same time, they're multinationally known people come from all over the world to enjoy Jester King beers. And as hyperbolic as that may seem, it's still the truth. Because on any given Saturday, I guarantee you go out to Jester King's property and you can meet people from two, three different countries. That's true. Yeah, people come from all over the place on Jester King. Yeah. And they are, again, not distributed outside of Texas and California.
1: All right. Have you seen companies go bankrupt When they do try to uh, please everybody. Yes.
0: Um, Matter of fact, Backcountry Brewing out of Denver or Boulder, Colorado, they just had to pull out of all of uh, distribution. And they had like 27-state distribution. And they pulled out of every one of those states except for Colorado to say, fuck it. Like, we need to focus on on our home territory. Ninkasi did the same thing with North Texas. They pulled out of North Texas distribution altogether because they were like, hey, listen, we can satisfy the demand, but the demand is not here for our product, so we're going to go back home. It happens. I mean, it happens when breweries close. You see that with like, okay, either we can't meet the demand of the people in quantity or quality. And that is going to be the biggest thing. Like once people figure out how to meet the demand of quantity, (laughs) then it's going to become meet the demand of quality. And, yeah, and that is, that, it, is, that is, is where, is it
2: always quantity or is it just quantity?
0: Mm.
2: See, I give that a
1: two out of 10.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> it's going to be.
1: Just a bit outside.
0: So <laughs> I, the, 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 the point is like, you're going to get run out of the market one way or the other. It just depends on how flexible you are to work with the market. Well, and I don't know. It, it's uh it's disturbing if you want to use that clickbait quote but it's not really it's just how f- shit goes <laughs> like you can you can't start a wheat beer brewery right now you j- you're not going to be able to do that no one's going to give a fuck <laughs> doesn't matter how local how specific you can get no one's going to fucking drink nothing but wheat beers
1: yeah yeah so that being said do you think boulevard uh would be able to start in
0: 2018 um with well
1: it's right. funny so boulevard
0: wheat is not available in our market right now <laughs> not in my market 4K really yeah no their flagship what they consider a the flagship beer is not i mean it is available God Holy damn! Shit. What every in the 30 fuck is minutes, the Pacific Coast Railroad doing right now? It's every thirty minutes. So uh, Boulevard Wheat, while it might be "quote unquote" available, Boulevard has understood: hey, we can't force this shit on people. We can sell what sells in this market, and they're doing that, and they're actually innovating products. So they're sending out a six-pack uh, sampler of different uh, three different IPAs, and it's fucking great. Like they, they understand where the beer market is going. They're producing beer for that market and then sending it out to people. So while your original question is correct, can, would Boulevard be able to start today with their Boulevard wheat as being their flagship? No, not at all. But the issue, I mean, that is not the, that's not the issue. (laughs) The issue is if a company like Boulevard wanted to start today and they only wanted to produce their wheat ale, no they would fail but if a company like boulevard wanted to start today with the same level of innovation and open thought that they have now yeah they can open they can open yeah. and thrive
1: well i mean i get that's the natural progression of things like they obviously understand that you know boulevard's no dummy um they have diversified their portfolio to to stay afloat um and kudos to them. I mean, they do have some fucking great beers outside of their wheat. They also have the uh, the financial backing
0: of a multinational company. That, well, uh, yeah, but helps, when did that happen? Uh, four years ago.
1: Okay, so not that long ago, in no, the grand no, scheme of things, I mean, 2014 in 2014, and the craft if, beer revolutionary. But if you revol- look,
0: if you look at what their sales numbers were doing in 2013 compared to 2014 and 2015, you'll well, see uh, that there is a no. very, very good help. But that is not a bad thing. That is no way a bad thing. Like that is that is innovation in and of itself. Of saying, hey, listen, we know we ha- we know we have the capacity to do good things here. We need help. Uh, it's the same way as opening it up and and bringing in a second brewer to brew innovation batches you have a shift brewer who brews nothing but flagships and and six packs but you need somebody to brew taproom beers you need somebody to brew your uh, rotator beers sure bring them in there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with it
1: do you ever think they have fights out on the brewing floor
0: Uh, there have been people uh, that's why (laughs) that's why brewers leave companies uh, honestly that's why Deep Ellum has a brewer, or had a brewer, that they had for a long time here in Dallas. He left Dogfish Head. I, I can't say why he left Dogfish Head, but it probably wasn't because they were making so, such great beer that he was like, you know what, I'm going to fucking leave. I've done everything I can here. <laughs> like, you know, like, It's the same with any, any position in any, any company across the United States. Like I've done everything I can here, I'm beating my head against the wall. I gotta fucking move. I gotta get out of here. And it's so either had, I'm gonna choke this person or I'm gonna choke that person. What's gonna be up next?
1: So we've talked about this, uh, you know, probably a year ago. Um, head brewers' salaries uh, not being that great. Mm-hmm. Um, is that still true when we are talking about? A Boulevard that now has this huge financial backing? Uh, I don't
0: don't know exactly what a production brewer at a place like Boulevard does, like makes. So, I mean, keep in mind, production brewers at nationally distributed breweries probably make pretty good money. But, I mean, the same way – at that point, they're running – a production facility. They're not running Pretty a brewery. Pretty good
1: as in six or seven figures.
0: No, 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 no. Nowhere near seven. I would say close to six, but probably not full six figures. I will say production manager at like a Miller Coors brewery, probably making close to six figures. But so like, like
1: Goose Island being bought out. They're
0: probably – they're their head brewer – if he wasn't paid some compensation for recipes and shit like that like their Probably production was. brewer their production brewer that is working right now maybe making 80,000 plus maybe but but the key is like those are those are production managers they are making sure that numbers are hit across the board and numbers can be hit while flavors are missed
1: ah uh, see that's terrible though i mean it's you can't ter- compromise it's, quality
0: you can't compromise quality unless your quality is dependent on quality of numbers of bottles produced or cans (laughs) produced. Um, So for, for breweries like that, for breweries like a production brew house, like Miller Coors or Anheuser-Busch, those guys, yeah, they're making big dollars, but big dollars for, Brewers salary I'm not, they're they're probably never gonna make seven figures and watch somebody's gonna reach out and be like hey dipshit, I make 1.7 a year I'm like all right whatever good for you I guess why are you on Instagram at no left cast but this is a shady, Ice shady plug. plug uh but yeah no most of your production or your uh your craft brewers your your head brewers and craft breweries are probably not making more than I would say fifty thousand dollars a year, even at your biggest brew houses. Some place that they've gone and they've built up a reputation, they have they have like a really good recipe or set of recipes in mind. They know how things are produced. They have, you know, five, six, seven years under their belt. Maybe, maybe fifty thousand dollars.
1: Well, Okay, so they have their own recipes. We're talking. I mean, they're a chef, right? Oh yeah, um, and those
0: recipes are their own as long as no, they work at those. They,
1: they're they're their own as
0: long as they work
1: at that brewery. So they're not a intellectual property or whatever. Like, so this is where it gets dicey.
0: There have been lawsuits in the past couple in the past year where brewers leave a production facility or a large like regional brewery and they start mm-hmm. their own breweries. And those regional breweries have sued the brewmaster for breach of contract because the piece of paper they signed before they started brewing at the old regional breweries said that they, there was a non-compete clause. So they could not brew at a brewery within a 50-mile radius of the production house. So a lot of people, the only lawsuits on the books have been for stuff like that. Not, this is the same recipe as this. Because beer recipes are so very specific to everything down to water chemistry, it is almost impossible to brew a beer that is molecularly identical as another beer. It can taste pretty well, like, as close as makes no difference the same uh, as another beer. But it is molecularly impossible to brew the same
1: beer. Well... (sighs) But even, I mean, okay, so I feel like the head brewer holds the leverage, and you know, like, that's technically his recipe and nobody else knows it.
0: But remember what I said about water chemistry. So you can know the same recipe. You can know your recipe down to the gram of grain and hops to add to a beer. But when you move facilities, there is no guarantee that the water is the same. That the boil kettle will produce the same amount of heat as consistently, and okay. that the fermentation tanks will be the fermentation will be as vigorous in the new fermentation tanks as in the old facility.
1: Those okay. are just three. Well, we, forget like, about moving to a new facility. Just let's talk, uh Brian, the head brewer for XYZ Brewing Company, who, whose recipe is now their flagship beer that you know nets them a few million a year. Yeah. Says, um, yeah, I'm not really happy about my $42,000 a year, guys. Uh, I'm going to threaten that if you don't increase my salary, I'm going to take with me the recipe that has made you guys famous, put you on the books and you're going to be fucked. If
0: X, Y, and Z brewery is, if worth you the, don't
1: meet my d- demands. If
0: Sorry. X, Y, and Z brewery is, is worth a shit they would have put in Brian's brew claw like, uh, Claus's head brewer. Uh, these recipes are X, Y, and Z breweries.
1: Yeah. If they don't,
0: if they didn't, sure, go ahead, fucking be gone with you. And I'm going to brew a beer that takes approximately 10,000 pounds of, of pale ale malt a year's worth of brewing. And like, you can, you can take a recipe all you want, but if I have invoices for grain and malt bills, I can work backwards through a recipe yeah. and know exactly reverse what's going
1: engineering. On. Yeah. Well, okay, so that's a bigger question. Can you copyright or patent or whatever the term would be a beer recipe?
0: Um, that's a good question. I, I honestly, I don't know the answer to that. My gut answer is no fucking way because there yeah, are so many variables. There's so many variables that go into any recipe. Right. Doesn't matter if it's beer or grilled chicken like it, 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 there's so many variables that go into recipes so it, it,
2: what it comes down to is ratios are not proprietary um what is proprietary is a um so well i shouldn't say ratios when it comes down to it like it's the same reason software is not able to be really patent defensible um, ones and zeros no, it's not that. It's that <laughs> like to to prove that a certain component of that is um, your own making is impossible because it right. is a combination of, of a, a shit ton of ingredients. Um, so yeah, go into a restaurant. If someone else wants to copy it and you put the recipe out there, that's why like really big restaurants, they're hesitant to put out recipes because – they'd rather have you work to figure out how to make the same thing than just know how to make it.
1: Okay, so if somebody and this is hypothetical Let's here.
0: Let's just say Mr. Olive Garden. Uh,
1: Mr. Olive Garden? Yeah. Yeah. No, okay, somebody gets the precise somebody who knows what they're doing gets the precise recipe for Bud Light. Yeah. Which is, you know, Equals tastes like shit, um, and they start brewing it, and they call it, I don't know, Hud Tight or something. You know, sure. Like, yeah. And it's the exact same fucking beer. Does Bud Light have any recourse?
2: First off, the name would be Suds Right, and
0: Wright, even that okay. uh, they would. So there's a whole different sect of law in uh, but be, in beer law. <laughs> That would have that shit over the over over the over the rail if you are over the over over a barrel, but the as far as as far as that beer lot meaning marketing basically, Uh, but the flavor that's what you're getting at the flavor of Bud Light. Yes, you're fine. Good fucking luck because Bud Light Bud Light knows that you're not. You can do it once, maybe do it twice, do it in production, and then do it to scale. It's never gonna fucking happen. <laughs> They're never gonna have yeah. competition for that.
2: So, uh, Parker, yeah, all right. So I feel like we need to get away from all this beer talk. For yeah,
0: for no beer left behinds podcast. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, can I real quick interject though on the you know Bud Light not caring? Uh, well, Bud Light also used to not care about. The craft brew industry until a few years ago at the Super Bowl, when they obviously started realizing that it was affecting their pocketbooks, and they started putting in all those shit talking ads about, uh, you know, shit talking craft brew. That craft that involved beer. that yeah.
0: involved the bottom bottom line, not uh, yeah, not not someone no, copying a recipe.
1: It's different, no, it, yeah, no, and I was I was drawing a parallel that may have not been there exactly, but. You know, like, oh, yeah, we don't care. Make our beer exactly and call it FUD tight until FUD tight starts uh, kind of affecting their bottom line. Then then they care. Right. right. Mm hmm. Okay. Sorry, Frank. Go on. No,
2: no worries. So, um, I I don't know. I feel like we just need to interject some comedic humor into this podcast because this has been very serious for most of the night. What? Um, I
1: I didn't think that at all. But have
2: you have you been
0: on this podcast?
2: That's the way I feel about it. All right, that's all. It's that's just hasn't been my kind of humor. Oh, you know, that's what I'm trying. Okay. All right,
0: <laughs> you need more panorama so, humor. What are the fuck, you...
2: Brian? Brian, what? Banana-rama. What is it? What is it that you're gonna call a fake noodle the next time you see one?
0: Nope. All right, guys, I'm gonna start playing
2: this music. An impasta, uh, Parker. Uh, See, si, Senor. So China is going to the moon in the next like decade. That's great. Uh,
1: They'll be the first people there.
0: Yeah, and so they're gonna... <laughs>
2: way better joke than
0: Frank's. No matter what.
2: Yeah,
1: they're gonna open a restaurant.
2: Do you know what they're gonna call it? Uh, the China. No. No. Great food, no atmosphere. Wow. Okay. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh. Brian. Brian. What? Why did coffee file a police report?
0: Why? Oh, wait. Hold on. Because it stood no grounds.
1: It got mugged. Did, I went immediately like uh, racial with that one. No. And because it was black. Black coffee. Come on. God damn it. All right. Hey. Hey, I've got. Okay. I'll do it in the outro.
0: This is the outro. Brian, uh, yeah. I've been playing the Brian. music. Brian. What?
2: Uh, do you want to hear a joke about paper before we, we get out of here? <laughs>
0: If this, <laughs> I swear to God, if this is something to do before we leave, I'm gonna fucking throw my shoe at you.
2: Uh, For- never mind, it's terrible.
0: <laughs> Wait,
2: what? Was that a joke? It's terrible. Damn
1: it! Uh, can't even pick up. Oh! You a- needed to enunciate that better. Yeah, I did. I said, no, "Never no. mind." It's terrible. No, oh, you did not
2: pause. No,
0: you know what, Frank? You don't get to do an outro. You don't get to do an outro tonight. You don't get to, like. God damn it!
2: I'm just saying. I'll call you later. Don't call me later. Call me dad. Huh? <laughs> I. Brian, the br- the bicycle couldn't stand up by itself because it was
0: too tired. I've killed Frank's Mike.
1: Dated since two
0: (laughs) thousand four. I killed Parker. Parker.
2: Parker. Parker. The elephant that doesn't matter is irrelevant.
1: (laughs) Dude, go lay on those train tracks, Mike. Yeah,
0: seriously, head first. Just fucking (laughs) welcome, welcome the Cleveland Steamer (laughs) onto your chest,
2: Parker. You should understand that jokes about construction. We're still working on those. God.
1: Even as his head was decapitated from the train, he was still telling me spouting out shitty jokes.
2: Listen, skeletons don't go trick-or-treating because they have no body to go with.
1: Wow. God damn it. uh, (laughs) Huh. Should we scrap this whole episode now? I
0: it might not hurt, honestly.
1: Listen, listen. (laughs) Yeah, the outro music is over. I
0: know. It restarted. The grape that got
2: stepped on let out a little wine.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's fucking weak, dude. That's what do babies and grapes have in common when you squeeze and they both let out a little wine. Listen, Parker that's funny. Parker. I don't buy anything with Velcro because it's a total ripoff.
2: Stop
0: it. <laughs> I'm really just enjoying killing the music after Frank says the punchline. <laughs> it's making me laugh more than anything. Listen, <laughs> I'd avoid the
1: sushi. It's a little fishy.
0: No. Just... God damn it, Frank. Like... I,
1: drive your fucking Hyundai try, that you're trying to sell yeah, drive your, onto the train tracks as well listen Hyundai. it is still available
2: $8500 at this point um fat psychics
0: fortune tellers What? Is <laughs> that was is, a that a, is that a plug <laughs> for a fucking instagram page what is that
2: would you say <laughs> it said fat psychics are fortune tellers
1: I still don't. What is that a fat joke? It is four yeah, chin tellers. Four, four
0: tune, four ton tellers.
2: Four, four. Chin. Th-
0: no, oh chin. God, four chin. Damn <laughs> god, damn it! God damn it! Work on the delivery. Man. Yeah, no let me shit. tell you, Parker.
2: Sports. The best part, the best part about the Earth rotating is that it really makes my day.
1: You know, the best part of waking up is putting a goddamn soldier alright everybody thank you for joining Uh, us here
0: on nowhere left behind I'm getting out of here if these motherfuckers (laughs) want to stay tell dad jokes all night I don't give a shit but I'm not staying around for this (laughs) let me
2: tell you okay everybody out I'm gonna
0: mute their mics Uh, their mics are now muted and uh, I will say it's been a pleasure hanging out with y'all on this last call if you want to join us, please check us out over on Instagram and Twitter at No Beer Left Cast. Be sure to check us out over on uh, all of our everywhere that you get podcasts. Be sure to refer your friends there for No Beer Left Behind. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And
1: for Brian, until next time, I'm out. <laughs> I uh, heard an ad earlier, a TV commercial about uh timeshares and trying to get out of timeshares legally yep and uh it was basically the pitch was like were you talked into a timeshare purchase by a high pressure dishonest salesperson and i'm like i mean fuck they're all that right like check 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 i mean the the timeshare salesman that says hey look Listen, honestly, Frank, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. It's a huge waste of money and time. There's a lot of blackout dates. A couple of years from now, this will probably lead to you and your wife's divorce because of this purchase. Um, don't make this purchase. That's That timeshare person is not going to make it. You know, no. They're going to cut rate. So uh, I, I just enjoyed that. And it's like timeshares are just a fucking terrible idea. Black hole. Uh, yeah. Just – Just throw your money outside and take your pants off and run around and let it blow around in the wind and then down the street because you ain't going to see any of that timeshare dividend in the future. All right. For Parker, at the gathering place, naked with a bunch of homeless people, in a slide, I'm out.
2: For Frank, in far, far, far northeastern Mexico City, um, if you're one of those people out there getting calls from furniture stores, I am too. All I wanted was a one-night stand. I'm out. Beep.